whoa, 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 hold your horses. Where do you think you're going? Why don't you, why don't you ease those tired legs of yours, have a seat by our warm campfire and sit in that nice carved stump that Ben here just made for you. I'm Spencer, co-host of One Shot, One Quill. With me here is my carpenter, Ben. Also co-host, I guess. It's me, the carpenter. Yeah, I don't know why he's been doing this lately. I think he's very desperate for attention and doesn't know how to say it, but... Uh, do you want this stump to be a chair or a duvet? <laughs> I'm, an, I'm also not... It could be something in the water, because he just started talking like that one day, and uh, I'm pretty sure his glottis is, like, actively sealing over his throat. <laughs> it's okay. I made it into a bicycle. <clears throat> Ben, do you want to explain? <laughs> I told you. Do you want to explain what it is this here show is about? Yeah, this here show uh, is a show in which we take uh, listener suggested premises and two listener suggested items, uh, and we randomly generate a number to select those, and then we mission mash them together. And in the end, we hope we've come up with a useful brainstorm, which someone else can take and turn into a TTRPG one-shot to run for their players and such. And this week, we have a sizable amount. Uh, our repositories went dry, and so we fell back on a, uh, uh, a reliable old blog by the name of Goblin Punch. So would you, uh, Ben, roll me to start our premises which is a nice, nice clean four. Mm, I've only got a D four and a half. That's quite dirty, quite rugged, mm-hmm. uh, non-standard. Well, I made it out of the stump, you see. Uh, it's a four, as it turns out. I would bet you it's loaded. I don't know if you, I don't know if you tested that thing thoroughly. <clears throat> this one comes from Andy, regular contributor. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Andy. The party is hired to help bust up an underground brothel. The brothel is run and staffed entirely by a single wizard using various conjugation and illusion spells to create the appropriate environment. I'm pretty sure that was conjuration until (laughs) autocorrect stepped in. Unfortunately, the wizard has received the heads up and has prepared accordingly. The party must go into this sex dungeon and retrieve the wizard alive. So it is uh, literally underground. This is what I'm getting. It is literally underground. I do not like the... the <laughs> I don't like the moniker Sex Dungeon <laughs> substituting brothel. One is a place of business. The other is... Well, uh, Andy also says he wants to stress that the only reason the town is going after this wizard is because he's running it without a license and is avoiding <laughs> paying taxes. <laughs> okay. So, so it's, a, it's a non-regulation brothel slash sex dungeon. That is not contributing to the town ledger. Uh, very good. Very good. So uh, also, we're going to have to bust up a one-man show that seems to be just, its he's conjured a bunch of holograms that people are banging uh, and or conjured entities. It, it also gives us our, uh, the famous, you know, conundrum we always fall into, which is what do we do? What What is an alternate way that the party could solve this? And in fact, you could either do this as roughing up the wizard or serving him with legal papers to get him to actually, you know, buy a license. He's not going down without a fight, Ben. <laughs> that signature's going to be in blood. <laughs> now, another thing I want to draw attention to. Mm-hmm. Conjuration magic is the summoning 
not the whole cloth creation of matter. It is it is bringing forth a creature from another place usually. Um, and so I really want to emphasize for our listeners that this particular wizard has hired uh, the fae slash uh, demons uh, that he's brought in, maybe the uh, elementals uh, of water or earth uh, that his clientele may be banging uh, because otherwise this is horrible. <laughs> Um, I, I just like a lot the, of lot of ethical gray ground that we got to cover here on conjuration magic. I like the idea that he is summoning elementals as these brothel workers. Uh, I just wanted to cover all my bases and I don't want to rule it out. I, nev- I'm not kink shaming. I'm pretty sure there are Gorons that would pay for a rock <laughs> elemental. Uh. <laughs> So is is conjurer to, sex worker in the player's handbook? Um, I'm not going to say it isn't, mm. uh, but I am going to say you're going to have to read between the lines of Earth Elemental. <laughs> we have a, a, a unprecedented number of items thanks to the the Goblin Punch blog. Highly recommend you go patronize them. Um, 101 items this week, Ben. Hmm. Well, let's see. That would be a two. <laughs> Man, I could I could show you the world, and we really just stopped at the doorstep. <laughs> Amulet of Hope shines as bright as a candle, but only when there are no other light sources. Light points back towards the dungeon entrance, vaguely. It hums reassuringly when clutched and warms up your hands. I don't. I don't like that. In conjunction with the sex dungeon, uh, I don't. I, I don't like that. I don't you like need, how well it works. I don't like that you need the flashlight that tells you how to get out. Because that's a winding sex labyrinth. That, really, is what we've got down here. <laughs> that implies that one might walk into the sex dungeon and desperately need to get out. It's. It is. It is a veritable guarded over by a minotaur at one point worked private security but the wizard didn't want to pay him mm-hmm. um so he he left but yeah i'm telling you this thing is just it's a maze it's kind of a um it's kind of a fun house actually uh in more than one way <laughs> we have uh now remaining a hundred other items well um that's a one i'm kidding it's a 98 <laughs> A 98. Okay. All right. Veritably the opposite end of the spectrum. The metal eye mask. Wearing this mask obscures your normal vision, but allows you to see from above. Sort of like an orbital satellite's view. At sea level, you can see an area 200 feet in diameter centered on the mask. Interesting. Okay. So this, if I'm not mistaken... Uh, we could contextualize this rather than being useless and just showing you the ground yeah, above the dungeon. Um, it could serve as a like mini map. Mm. Like you pop this on and you're getting the mini map layout of the dungeon. This is literally the map if you just if you're playing Zelda or the compass. Or it turns into a top down RTS like, which I guess D and D already. Wait. <laughs> So, oh, okay, here's how this works. You play Theater of the Mind up until you grab the metal eye mask and then you can play on a battle map. <laughs> uh, what you got to do is you got to enforce a strict rule at your table that nobody is allowed to look at the battle map except for the person who has the <laughs> eagle eye mask. 
audience, you know, horse blinders. Can you affix something like that to that player and just wrap it around the entirety of your board? Or glue their face to the screen for that matter. Give them the only screen. If you have a VR headset. Yes. Yes. This is what you put them in. Because <laughs> then they can't see anyone around them, but they can see the board. So we have a, we have a, a nice amulet of hope. Gives you that candlelight. Uh, guides you back towards the dungeon entrance. Uh, it's also reassuring. I feel like that can't be understated. Uh, it's going to give you hope when you need I it most. I don't like that we need a reassuring candle in this. <laughs> I just don't like the optics. I'm of so that torn. One. I'm so torn because on one hand, sex work is work, but I also know it can be quite a stressful line of work, and I just oh. I want to make I want to make sure there's a place for this amulet in here. Let, let me let me be clear. I don't think it's about the sex work itself so much as what needing a candle that could lead you out of the dungeon implies about the sex dungeon again it is so hard to navigate this thing it's a it's a veritable uh uh rat's nest of tunnels and it's always very darkly lit nobody wants the lights on it's distracting <laughs> this is the sex wizard's rgb den He's not turned the lights on in 10 years because he's got nice red glowing strips along the floor at ankle height. Uh, <laughs> but if so, they lose power, then the lights do come on on the floor and lead you out. Um, yes. Yes, they do. It's I mean, it, it, it he may not pay taxes, but this place was built to code. <laughs> he's 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 a libertarian, but he does give a shit about people's. uh well-being and safety in case of an emergency. He gives, I'm kidding. He gives they a shit about that. his customers' well-being and safety if he's a libertarian. Yes, he, cared, he would. The last thing he wants is for a fire to break out in the sex dungeon and for someone to be harmed. <laughs> ben. Spencer. Where do we even begin? Um. Well, I think we begin at the end on this one. Um, Interesting. So we're going to work our way backwards. I like it. <laughs> the wizard is where I think we need to begin, which is the end of the story, when you find the wizard. Uh, what's his deal? Because this doesn't seem like normal behavior. Normally a wizard right. would be, you know, trying to amass power or maybe turn himself into a lich. Maybe if he's kind-hearted, uh, helping people from his wizard's tower. It is unusual that they find an underground, as you said, just winding passages of rat's nests and decides, <laughs> I'm going to turn this into an elemental sex dungeon with my ethically conjured sex workers. Mm, yes. Um, okay, where do we... How do we really describe to a T our um what our culprit for today? What went wrong in this wizard's life to lead him to this point? What went wrong? What went wrong? I think I think a good story for our wizard here is he is indebted to a fiend. Okay. I think he's indebted to a fiend. He was a conjuration mage. He uh he bit off more than he could chew. He summoned the wrong entity. Uh, uh, to mess with and this this person in exchange for the wizard's continued life was like all right we're gonna make an arrangement um because my many children i.e succubi and incubi mm. um are in desperate need uh of, of an easy get you know it's like we 
yeah, they're they're unemployed right now. We we were just hit by a massive <laughs> a massive contagion. Um, you know, we handled it appropriately, but now people need work. Nobody wants service jobs. Nobody anymore. wants to work anymore. Nobody wants to work anymore. Says this says this fiend, and and only a fiend would. I think this wizard then concocted a scheme where he's going to get the succubi and incubi, the fiends, what they want. And in the meanwhile, he's going to drum up some coin in the process, uh, sort of a win-win from from both the wizard and the fiends. Uh, and he's going to use that money to, I guess, buy more expensive components. Not so eventually, not get he can the, gain the brothel license. Just apparently, <laughs> no. Well, no, of course not. Get the brothel licensed. And this man is clearly a buffoon. I, mm. He's just he's he's intelligent, but not wise. Um, so, of course, the thing that's going to really bring him down is not the fact that he's brought demons in to uh, drain the life forces of everyone in the town uh, under the guise of a brothel. But no, it's instead that he won't do paperwork or licensure <laughs> uh, because he thinks he's j- that's just beneath him. And so the goal for the money is just so that he can, uh, I guess, buy more spell components mm. or something and like get powerful enough to... Uh, Un- unshackle himself from this deal he's made with the fiends. So with that in mind, the town's like, this guy's not running a licensed uh, operation whatsoever, and we don't stand for that here. So we're contracting you guys. I think maybe the opening of the adventure is really just kind of making sure that all the paperwork for your guys' uh, uh, hired contract is up to snuff. That sounds fun. Feels feels nice and fitting to the theme. The party has to go over all the legally binding paperwork. They're They're Part 107s. They're 1099s. <laughs> this is, <laughs> they got to dot their I's and cross their T's. Uh, this is a uh, a one shot for all those people who are real into their work at the IRS to <laughs> play. Yeah, no, it's like they're they're just always like, God, can you imagine if if what whimsical scenarios can I conjure for my wheelhouse here? Uh, and. <laughs> And that, now I'm imagining uh, that it literally starts with the DM handing the players a bunch of actual like tax forms. Yes, <laughs> they've filled out and they're like search through these, and that'll burn a good three four hours of the session, and then the rest of it is mm-hmm. just a very small dungeon crawl. Uh, so once they've once they've navigated that hurdle, which can involve any amount of insight checks to determine if this is legal entrapment. Oh, use of fine traps as a spell, I think, would be great for this document uh, <laughs> to make sure there's there's no uh, loopholes that get them out of being uh, uh, compensated. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, they're going to want to take a detour and double check that uh, uh, the city is not liable for any injuries they sustain <laughs> within the dungeon. <laughs> Flash forward. Once they get to the entrance of the sex dungeon... Uh, where the lights are all quite dim. I'm going to say everything is, if not dim light, darkness. I think at best you're going to have dim light, which is where you need that amulet of hope. And the the light only activates when uh, held, I'm going to say, when you clutch it. That way you've got the option of turning it off and on. Um, just in case we want to do like a stealth run, you know, try and like slip past a couple rooms or something. Our monsters for this dungeon seem pretty... Uh, I mean, I don't know if you're okay with just... Right off square one, incubi and succubi. I mean, those are statted out. CR four. Now, now I'm the, imagining a succubi and incubi sex dungeon where you don't fight any of them. 
Oh no! What are you saying? I I just I because you are asked, you suggesting this is like a, a sex Olympics no, that you, the party has to you fuck their way if through? I was okay with putting them in there. I didn't mean. Are we gonna bang all the monsters in the dungeon, Ben? <laughs> the, I mean, unless you're paying, but like this, still you're paid to maybe, do a job here. Maybe that's that's our wild beyond the witchlight alternate way to get to the wizard. Is, no, is, that's not your nonviolent solution. Is sex? If your party no. has enough gold, I, I don't, I don't want to think about the athletics checks and constitution saving throws you have to make to go through such a scenario. I don't want to think about that or say those words out loud. <laughs> hey, Spencer, uh, just double checking: is this podcast listed as explicit on iTunes? I think <laughs> I, I think that's default for all the podcasts I submit through my 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 host of choice. Because, um, uh, but if, I'll double check. If not, uh, we're really skirting the line here. <laughs> The parental advisory committee is going to have words with us. <laughs> I think one way or another, let's just, that's, that's happening. Uh, let's pivot to other minions that could be in here. Um, imps. I think mm-hmm. imps like lower CR that can go invisible. Uh, they, they make for a fun little uh, kind of wild goose chase. Invisible combat's always a, a way to make a low CR thing a little more challenging. Maybe they're the help. Maybe they like carry around the little platters of wine and stuff. They're the butlers. <laughs> Yeah, they're the they're the butlers for the sex dungeon. <laughs> what else? What else? Wizards are known to like make mm-hmm. homunculi. I don't like where this is going, but go on. I think those could run some more behind the scenes areas. You know, nobody wants to see them, but like they're mm. probably there. You know, they're okay, maybe they're cooking the books. <laughs> the, <laughs> no, there's a fire elemental that's the accountant, and he cooks the books. He cooks the books. <laughs> And that's a pun he yells when you inevitably end up fighting him. He's got a hot temper. Good lord. I think maybe there's a sauna area, like a little bathhouse section of it, uh, uh, where you've got a water elemental that's kind of uh, making sure all the tubs stay filled or something. Mm. That's probably something. Um, also, because it's probably someone's kink to like look at the engulf part of the stat block and be like, I'm into that. Oh, Spencer, I'm into that osmosis Spencer, swallowed up I hate thing. that you've just said that, but we need a slime in the sex dungeon. We do need an ooze that someone can get oozed up in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's nope. You're right. Um, so the the cleanest room of them all. Mm. That's where you fight slime girl <laughs> or slime boy, <laughs> whatever you are. <laughs> this is the most sex positive episode yet. Then I, I want to look at the upshot. <laughs> upshot upquill. Uh, are we done with this? No, oh, not no. even close. Not even close. Um, <laughs> 20 minutes in. And then, because inevitably we're going to have to fight the wizard. I don't know if you right. do. He's just a small business owner who's unlicensed. I'm going to give you one more. I'm going to give you one more chance to yes and your way into fighting that wizard. <laughs> I mean, you can fight the wizard. It could be it could be like some sort of conjuration fight where he's conjuring stuff up to fight you. Mm, that's good. That's good. Stew on that while I give you yet one more encounter for our gauntlet in the sex dungeon. Mm. And that's that's the room with the chain devil in it, who I think that one makes just, is just a little rough. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're just they don't sometimes they, they like their work too much. <laughs> Could we do a chain devil, but with rope? Is that something like a rope? Devil? I think we can do a chain devil, but with rope. No, you know what? Actually, that is the end for me. Now we get to the wizard. Um I like the idea of a boss fight with a conjuration wizard that is very avoidant of conflict. 
uh, in that they're going to hide mm-hmm. in behind some kind of obstacle. And uh, the majority of the heavy lifting is done by like waves of different minions mm-hmm. that are coming through like portals or some shit. Alternatively, it could be like, you know, you can do the waves thing, but it could all culminate in fighting the fiend that that they're subservient to. Yeah, beholden to. Okay. Okay, I like that too. Um, I can't think of many fiends off the top of my head, but I'm sure I'm sure people at home at this point have enough uh, enough of the monster manual lifting done for them. <laughs> With our previous rooms. I think that's that's the most creatures we've statted into a single space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some higher CR devil, something that feels appropriate for your guys' uh your guys' level. Maybe not like maybe not like Orcus. Uh but mm-hmm. but something a little it lower on the Orcus. on the ladder. He has that big old mace. I also like the idea of I'm gonna throw two ideas out. Um if you want to do a, a series of weaker minions, maybe the Maybe this guy's got sort of like a, an Arcan Forge, a a arcane mechanical interface of buttons in strange runes that's, that's hard to read that controls a series of portals. And this guy runs off to hide behind a wall of force that is also controlled by one of the buttons. Um, this could be a means of, you know, the party, one person could actually devote their turns to uh, a series of like arcana skill checks or something to decipher what the buttons do or just pressing them at random and hoping for the best. And then you've got outcomes that could summon more minions, outcomes that could uh, close some of the portals, outcomes that can break the wall of force. And another idea I had was if you're fighting, say, a much bigger tier demon, uh, just using the environment to interact uh, in some way that can just knock him back through the portal he came through. Uh, That seems fun to me. Mm. I don't know. But Ben, do you have any other ideas? Maybe if you do the fiend thing, like all you got to do is show the paper that the wizard never got the brothel licensed and then the fiend like drags him back to hell because he's mad at him. <laughs> because if there's one thing, those, one thing those fiends hate more. Fe- hey, hey, fiends, maybe it's a cambion. And the cambion's like, well, you didn't go through all the requisite legal proceedings. <laughs> off with your toes you're coming back with me you've not fulfilled your end of the bargain of getting my girls and boys legal work <laughs> <laughs> holy shit what do we call this one i'm thinking irs and the s is summon but i don't know what the ir and the r are infernal r summons uh raunchy regal Randy, Raucous. I like, (laughs) I kind of like both Raucous and Randy are good. Infernal Randy summons. Or Summoner, I think might be better. IRS. Infernal Randy Summoner. Infernal Randy Summoner. I'm into it. I'm into it. Thank you guys so much for listening to One Shot, One Quill. Yeah, this Um, one. I... (laughs) Hey, say what you will. This is like my favorite one we've ever done. <laughs> Hands down. I I don't think it's bad. I just think it may be a bit more, uh, maybe distasteful. I think we haven't had an episode this distasteful Listen, since Jack uh, in episode it's... 10 asked if we could kill a puppy. Uh, and we talked at length about eating dogs. Yeah. So, uh, 
I don't. This may not be uh, palatable in that it's not for everyone's taste, but for those who it is, you guys are the ones I'm making this for. <laughs> you dirty, dirty birds. You nasty guys and girls. This one's for you. Um, thank you guys. As always, we want to uh, throw a special thanks this way towards Andy for the suggestion, as well as to Goblin Punch. Uh, that is a blog that you guys can Google up and uh, check out their many fine articles like the one that I drew a hundred mundane minor items from. Um, as always, you guys can send us suggestions of your own. Ben, how can they do that? Yeah, you can uh, find us on Twitter at dndpod. That is at dndpod. Um, you can DM us or tag us. I don't care. I'll see it either way. Um, unless Spencer does what he threatened to do, which is change the password. Uh, our theme song is Ella Tavera del Goulier by Morgan the Bard off the album Lost in Time. Just like his soul. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you find new ways to make me chuckle at at at, a, at the loss of a human life? That's just I'm amazed. I'm amazed that you can do I, it every time. It. Ha- I'm pretty sure he died like 20 years ago. I guess so it's okay though. <laughs> I'm just glad that we're continuing to bring people. We are to honoring his, music. his legacy. Really, uh, his estate should be thankful for us and the the hard work we do. I'm sure we're bringing in the big bucks. (laughs) With this free album. Uh, Thanks to people that have rated and reviewed us already. Uh, It is much appreciated and it does do good work for us over at the One Shot One Quill Institute. Um, You can rate and review us yourself on iTunes should you find the time. That's where it's most impactful. I don't know if iHeartRadio lets you review, but uh, don't waste your time. Hey, and you know the, what? We don't we don't uh, encourage it, but you can also rate and review us as someone else. We're not your parents. Do whatever you want. <laughs> it's the internet. So uh, I I think that covers all our bases. Is there anything else we normally plug? Mm, I can't think of anything that we've plugged in the past twenty episodes. Well, with that in mind, remember, folks. Sex work is work, and always pay your taxes. <sighs> I don't want to redo this one, but I do. I I think I think he was a conjuration mage. Um but simultaneously, you know, this guy, uh, the form of power that he wanted to amass uh, really was was the captivation of audiences, you know, and, and illusion magic couldn't do that well enough. And so he thought, what if I can uh, what if I can rope him in with the sweet allure uh, of sensuality? There's a train coming and thank God I don't know where I'm going with this.